0: Welcome to Sadie's Divorce and Happy Podcast, where I discuss life after divorce with a playful, spicy, fresh perspective. Every episode includes burning questions, lively 10-minute talks, and tips to happiness. Are you ready for an amazing act two? Then join me on today's episode. It's time to get your new beginning started. Divorce has brought me to a lot of new discoveries, especially when it comes to dating. And I know if you've been listening for a while, you've heard these episodes, but I've talked about quite a few of my dating discoveries on this podcast, like how I love to date millennial men, episode 13, how I really enjoy ethical non-monogamy, episode six, and how I delight in dating like a dude, Episode 25. And perhaps you've discovered some delicious fun around dating since your divorce as well. I hope so, yes. Well, today I want to share with you another divorce discovery when it comes to dating short kings. Short kings. Prior to divorce, I did not date short men, unless you're counting junior high, because girls are always taller than boys in junior high. But other than junior high, I always went for the tall guy. And let me just say, I now realize how much I missed out on in my 20s, but not anymore. I had a very memorable dating experience with a short king shortly after my divorce. And ever since then, I love to date men who are short. Now, when I match with a short guy on a dating app, I feel like I am winning. I want you to feel the same way, which is why I am so excited you've joined me and my guest, relationship coach, Darren Fuji, because we're going to talk about all the benefits of dating short kings today. Darren is amazing, by the way. He is an award-winning motivational speaker. He's been a Dating and relationship coach for over 15 years, helping men and women from all over the world increase their confidence, their self esteem, and their emotional intelligence. And you probably have seen him in popular media like the New York Times, VH1, The Dr. Phil Show, and Bravo. Plus, Darren is a short guy and he stands proudly at five foot four. If you've been feeling limited by the midlife dating pool, And I know I have, so I am right there with you. This episode is definitely going to give you a boost. And if you are a short king listening today, Darren has your back. He has some great tips for you. He wants you to be successful in the world of dating, and he wants you to find meaningful connections, which is ultimately what we all want, right? Well, that and some great sex, of course. So before we dive into all the short king fun, I want you to get to know Darren a little bit better. And so it's time for some burning questions.
1: Burning Questions. Let's turn up the heat for 60 seconds.
0: Well, hello, Darren. I am so excited to have you on the episode today and to ask you some burning questions. Are you ready for your 60 I am. seconds? All right. So the goal of Burning Questions is for you to answer as many as you can within 60 seconds, and they have been tailored just for you. Right. Okay, here we go. What movie do you wish your life was more like?
1: Ooh terminator (laughs) i don't know why just good movie
0: are tall guys overrated yes from a scale of one to ten how much do you think women overthink dating
1: uh eight
0: to be a great dating coach you must be empathetic what is a word you overuse
1: empirical (laughs) okay
0: Should a woman ever bring up height on a date with a short king? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. What do you like to do that is traditionally considered feminine?
1: Uh, Skincare.
0: Do you know who the Spice Girls are? Yes. Would you rather hang out with LeBron James or Jennifer Lopez? LeBron James. Should men always pay on the first date? Yes. From a scale of one to 10, how much do you enjoy road trips?
1: Uh, Five.
0: Have you ever participated in an air band? No. (laughs) What do you find exciting that others would find Boring.
1: Computer stuff, I guess. Awesome.
0: Emotional intelligence is? Paramount. Have you ever made a snow angel? Yes. What is the best thing about being
1: a short king? Uh, You try harder.
0: Try harder. Wonderful. I love the burning questions with you, Darren. And I am so excited to have this conversation with you about the beautiful and amazing benefits of dating a short king, because I know the lady listener needs to hear what you have to say. And then I can't wait for you to share some tips to the listener who might identify as a shark king himself around dating.
1: Sure. I probably should have clarified, not try harder, more uh, makes a better boyfriend. <laughs> I Try harder sound has a, has a really negative connotation to it, but what it means is trying harder in a relationship, not trying harder to impress people. So that might be one of these beautiful benefits that you're going to talk about. Yes. First of all, short, what does short mean to you? Well, short, I think technically short is below average, right? Average height in America, the West is about five foot nine and a half or so. So anything below that is considered quote unquote short. Um, I'm five foot four. So I'm like almost midget territory, <laughs> like, like I'm excessively <laughs> short. Right. So, but it's anything like you know, below average, the, the further you are from the average uh in terms of like the shorter you are the more of a disadvantage it is.
0: What makes you think women overlook short men? What's that about? Well,
1: it's it's evolutionary, right? So women see short or small or scrawny or anything else as evolutionarily a feeling of they can't protect me. So it's very you know that that instinctive feeling of I don't feel protected, I don't feel safe is a is a big factor there. It doesn't apply as much in the modern day but we still have those evolutionary instincts. So one of the advantages though of being short is that because you're because like you're coming in at a disadvantage. You have that appreciation. You try harder in a relationship. You appreciate your woman more. A lot of shorter guys will have better posture because you can't afford to slouch anymore. A lot of shorter guys will dress better. A lot of shorter guys will have better careers. A lot of shorter guys they'll compensate, right? Because they know that they've been suffering their whole life and no one likes the short guys. So they they work on themselves. Not everyone, but a lot of them work on themselves and a lot of them will have better fashion, will have better posture, will be in great shape, will have good careers. And so if you can overlook that, the just the the height thing, what you end up with potentially is a really high quality guy. And he has worked on himself so much because of that shortness.
0: And also, I want to say that that also
1: transfers into the bedroom.
0: I'm just going to put it out there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: That's been my experience at least, which has been a lovely surprise for me. Yeah.
1: I. Th- well, you know, so there's actually a study showing, um, does it work better in relationships for a woman to date a man who's more attractive than her or less attractive? Right. And that includes height. What they found is that women who date men like less attractive than them tend to have better relationships. And it's because women are inherently less superficial than men are. So it's almost like women can overlook the looks a little more than men can, but women also appreciate effort much more than I guess men do, relatively speaking. So when you're, when a, on average, if a woman's dating a man, sli- man slightly a tr- less attractive than her, then he's trying harder, he's a better boyfriend, he's doing all these things, and it's it's almost like a good trade for her, where she's like, you know, at the end of the day, that matters much more to me than an additional couple inches of height or maybe like a chiseled jawline or whatever. And so they realize that that combination actually works better than the reverse in my relationship. For example, one of the things that we always talked about is it was so important that I had bad relationships in the past. It was so important that I struggled because it's really hard to appreciate someone amazing when you never struggled, right? It's that's anything. It's really hard to appreciate clean water when you've never had clean, when you've had clean water your whole life. So one of the huge benefits is, and even in, in my current relationship, her ex never really appreciated her the way I do. And it's because he grew up popular. He was the cool kid, right? I never was. I was the short, dorky, quiet, in the, in the corner. So for me, this relationship is amazing. I can appreciate it so much more. And that's such a gift because I can treat her the way she should be treated. And I couldn't do that if I had grown up with essentially privilege.
0: And also I heard recently, Darren, and I don't know, since you're the expert on this, when it comes to men who are over six feet tall, there's only maybe like 15% of the male population that's even taller than like six feet. Do you know that?
1: Thing? Yeah, I would say so. I don't know the exact statistic, but that's that's about right, I would say.
0: And just think, okay, so I'm a, I'm a business owner and you think about sales, right? And it's all mm-hmm. a numbers game. So I want to say to the lady listener, if you are just focusing on men who are six feet or taller, you are limiting yourself by hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of options that you could be having.
1: It's not directly, um, I, I get that there's a preference, but it's a basically the equivalent of a man saying, I only want uh, to date a woman with a, you know, a 36, 23, 36, like you're limiting yourself to 2% of the population right. and it doesn't matter. Right. It like it doesn't really matter. As long as you're somewhat attracted to the person, as long as you can say, like, hey, I'm really attracted to who I'm dating, like the the actual numbers don't matter that much.
0: Darren, you've talked a little bit now about the benefits of dating a short king. What are some tips for the listener who maybe identifies as a short king.
1: Okay. So first is you have to be able to take care of yourself physically, as in like, you have to be in good shape because um, nothing is worse than, the thing worse than short is short and out of shape, right? So you have to be in good shape. You we have to all have your should fashion be in down. In good shape, but yes. I- ideally, yes, 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 but it's especially important, right? So you have to be in shape, you have to have your fashion down. you have to have your look down. You ideally you have to have some sort of martial arts fighting background because you're giving you don't have the physicality really? to height in terms of yeah, because and I, I spent 15 years fighting, so I'm a little bit biased towards this, but the reason, and I coach a lot of guys that are like my size and the reason it's so important is because the number one thing evolutionarily that women want from it in terms of a feeling is they wanna feel safe. They want to feel safe. That's why women like big guys, tall guys, strong guys, whatever. That safety is so, so important. It is incredible. If you're short or you're shorter than average or even shorter than her, you have to be able to give her that sense of safety. And you can't do that through height. So maybe you can do that through getting big in the gym. Maybe you can do that through martial arts. You can do it through your background. So that stuff is a huge, huge help because if I can... And I've dated a lot of women taller than me. Um, Even my current girlfriend's taller than me. If you can make her feel safe, then a lot of that height thing, like 80% of the height thing goes away because that's really what she's looking for much more than just a number on like a, uh, like a height scale.
0: So that confidence that when she's with you, she's safe, physically safe. Right.
1: Without being the guy who's trying to fight everyone because you have Napoleon
0: complex. Right. Which is a great segue. What is a Napoleon
1: complex exactly? It's when a traditionally it's when, which is funny because Napoleon actually wasn't short. Uh, really? So it's kind of a misnomer. He was not. He was, I think, of average to above average height. Um, it was a Intriguing. political propaganda campaign to make him seem less intimidating by the enemy, I believe. So, But anyway, the idea is when traditionally when a short guy tries to compensate by being overly aggressive and being overly uh, militant and basically trying to fight everyone, trying to show how tough he is. The irony, though, is that, and, and fighters always know this, is that the toughest guy in the room is the quiet guy, not the guy trying to fight you. The guy you need to be afraid of in the bar is not the guy telling you how tough he is. He's the guy in the corner with messed up ears. Do not fight that guy. Right. And so it's a lot of short guys will fall into that category of trying to like prove themselves, but it's sort of like trying to tell women you're rich. Any woman who's ever dealt with rich guys knows not only is it not attractive, but she knows if you tell her you're rich, you're not rich. Probably not rich. Because actual rich people don't say that, they They hide their wealth. Yes. Yeah. Our confident people don't walk around saying, I'm confident. They're confident, exactly. Or people exactly. who are
0: incredibly gorgeous don't have to walk around saying, I'm so handsome, I'm so beautiful, right. exactly. Right. Yeah. So internal confidence and also taking care of yourself. Any other mm-hmm. tips that you have for the listener who identifies as a short man?
1: Um, I'd say in general, work on yourself, right? If, if you're having struggling if you're struggling with dating, which a lot of us do, right, uh, because it is a big disadvantage, especially if you're like Asian or Indian on top of that, right, you're, you're, you have to go in understanding you're going in, behind the eight ball you're going demographically disadvantaged you have to make sure you maximize all the other things so you have to have again you have to have fashion down. you have to have your look down you got to be in good shape you have to be very social like very charismatic you have to be able to talk to people like you have to work on all these things so if you are struggling even if you have like an accent go to accent reduction course if you struggle to talk to people to have a coach that whether it's dating or social or public speaking work with a coach to make sure that you express yourself where you articulate and so you work on yourself so that even if you don't have the height, you can be the complete package in every other way. And if you want to do the height surgery or you want to get the elevator shoes or whatever, that gives you a slight advantage too, but you don't necessarily need that as well. I don't think it's needed, frankly.
0: I think if a man is focusing on all of these areas that you've just talked about, I think that man is going to be incredibly attractive and his height should not be as significant or as much of a
1: barrier. That's it, it's, not, it's not, but it, it, it's a sliding scale, right? It's not a black and white. So if below average, you're five foot eight and a lot of guys are like, oh, five foot eight, I'm really short. I'm like, dude, you don't know what you're talking about with five foot eight because I'm five foot four, right? It's a different <laughs> story, right? But even for me, if I, if there's a guy who's five foot zero at five foot four, I'm about average height as a woman. If I like, that's the average height for a girl, right? So if I'm wearing... Shoes that you know, regular shoes, where I get a couple inches. I'm five foot six. That means as long as she's not wearing sky high heels, I'm still a little bit taller, about the same height. With all the other stuff that I can do, that still puts me in the running. But if I'm four foot eleven, there are a great deal of women that are just absolutely no. That just absolutely no. It's it's a hard limit. So the further you get down the scale, the more you have to consider just getting to average or just getting to a uh, you know to somewhat acceptable is a more important factor. So again, as much as For me, as much as I want to use other things besides actually increasing height, I'm open to the idea of that when you get too far down the scale. So at the extreme ends I would advise some guys to even consider height enhancing surgery because it's getting so advanced now that they can it's expensive but they can give you 3 inches of height with almost no pain like very little downtime and that at the at the lower ends when you're approaching 5 foot 1 5 foot 0 whatever that is a very very significant difference and you're cutting your eligible um, you know pool of women down you know by 80 90% when you're that height and so at that point, even though I advise guys to be comfortable with where you are, at that point, sometimes there is a is a tactical reason for why you need to fix that. So anyone below about five, seven, I would say. Consider it anyone above five, six or five, seven and say, Hey, you don't need this. It's you can do it, but you don't really need it.
0: Talk about dating apps. When I've been on dating apps, men who are shorter, I've observed, don't put their height in their profile. Do you think that I think, is a mistake? Yeah, I think
1: not really. Not really. Because um, I think everyone below about five eleven doesn't put their height in their profile. Right. If anyone they 5'10 below, it's a guy, right? Doesn't put their height in the profile because so many guys, whether they're telling the truth or not, are putting 6'0", 6'1", 6'2", right? So if you're anything below, even if you're 5'10", which is above average, you're likely still not doing that because you seem short by comparison, right? So that's probably a smart move. And there are enough. The problem with online dating is it gives, in a general sense, it gives people the illusion of too much abundance and too much abundance sounds really good, but too much abundance also triggers the choice paradox. And that's the idea that the more choice you have, the less satisfied you are with any choice. The pickier you become, and the more you start highlighting things that don't matter. That is right? so, so true. Yeah. So, with if you're you know below average height or even at average height, I would advise not putting your height there for the for that reason because you're going to get filtered out on something that doesn't matter, but that people think matters because that's how the human brain works.
0: Fascinating. I'm so glad you shared this. When it comes to their profile for a gentleman who is under 510 what would be some characteristics he should focus on in that profile do you think
1: uh two things hey, professional photos that make him look really really good and funny those yes. are the main two things if your profile makes her laugh out loud that is going to separate you from 99 percent of the other guys writing about how they like travel and they like cars and Video they games. Like other stuff that, yeah no, that nobody cares about <laughs> right <laughs> no. even if you even if you have interesting hobbies like uh i like whatever photography and whatever right that she still doesn't care like nobody really cares like not at the beginning. At the beginning, it's all about how do you make somebody feel? And if you can make them laugh in the first five seconds of a profile and your pictures are on point because you have a professional photographer that's going to give you, you know, head and shoulders, leaps and bounds above everyone else out there.
0: This has been a fantastic conversation. I am so grateful that you were able to find time and space to talk about the benefits of dating a short King and give some tips to our lovely gentlemen who listen on how they can focus on all of these amazing qualities that they have and not worrying so much about their
1: height. Thank you, Sadie. I appreciate it.
0: Yes. Now, how can the listener find you
1: uh become sharp.com uh we're also on instagram instagram.com become sharp um almost all the social media is the same thing become sharp
0: who's your typical client
1: mostly people like me we coach men and women but most of the people that come in are men similar to me so i have a stem background Uh, i was a software engineer Um, I did that for 10 something years. Uh, so I have a computer background. I'm five foot four. I'm Asian. Right. So a lot of guys with similarities to that. So guys in STEM guys that are short guys that are, you know, Asian or South Asian, because they understand that, you know, the same, that what makes it work for a six foot two white guy is not the same as a five foot four Asian guy. Right. It is different. You do have to make adjustments. And so that's the, the kinds of guys that will often work with us, but we have a variety. Um, some guys will, will just come to us because we, the, the the company has kind of a reputation for helping a. hard cases. So 30, 40 year old virgins, a lot of times, if you go to like, say a matchmaker and you're a 40 year old virgin, they'll just not help you. They just can't help you. Right. Like that's not their forte. Um, so if you're too far away from kind of average or you're, you're, you have a disadvantage or you are struggling, that's usually the guys that we end up helping.
0: Well, I'm sending all this good energy out to the short Kings and ladies listen to Darren Fuji today. There are so many benefits to dating a gentleman who identifies as a short King. And thank you so much again, Darren, for this conversation has been so playful and fun.
1: Thank you very much, Sadie.
0: Well, aren't you excited now to get back on that dating app and start swiping on all the short kings that you've been missing out on? You know, there are so many benefits like Darren shared today when it comes to dating a short king, and I just feel inspired to share a few more. Why not? One is you don't have to wear heels anymore. Isn't that amazing? I mean, at our age, do we really want to be wearing heels. Not me. Another benefit is kissing. It's so much easier to kiss a man who is my height. I love that. I don't have to tilt my head so much. There's no neck pain. Also, another benefit I've learned is you don't have to fight over legroom anymore. I know. And another benefit is you can maybe even possibly share clothes with your short king. And I don't know about you, but living on one income puts me on quite a budget. So that sounds pretty good to me. Well, talking about all these benefits when it comes to dating short kings is making me feel pretty happy over here, which means it's the perfect time to share a tip to happiness with you. Say these tips to happy. Like height, there are a lot of things in life that are out of our control. You know this, I know this, we're in midlife, we've been divorced, but sometimes we need to be reminded, right? And I loved how Darren talked about this today, that it's important to focus on what you can control and how that's the key to success in dating and so many other things. But also in my opinion, that is the key to happiness. So this week, when you're feeling frustrated by things you can't control, I want you to put your focus on what you can control, like how you treat others at work or how you invest time into a creative project that you love or creating more space and time to go on that morning walk or do that morning meditation, or how you talk to your kids after they've had a really long day at school and they're tired. I know mine are going to be tired and I am going to focus on how I can control how I react to that. And I have a feeling that focusing on what you can control this week will not only lead to greater success around parenting and work and dating and all of that, but it will also lead to more happiness. Please be sure to follow, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You can also follow Sadie's Divorced and Happy podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to visit the website at divorcedandhappy.net where you'll find all of the podcast episodes and my blog on divorce. If you have found value in this episode, or if you've been listening to the podcast for some time now, I would love it if you would consider buying me a cup of coffee. It's easy. Just visit buymeacoffee.com backslash Sadie Marie, and you can buy me a cup or two online. And I thank you for your support. I am your host, Sadie Marie, a fan of short Kings, and I cannot wait to connect with you on the next podcast episode. Till then you take good care.